Lamb <laughs> Brewing Company, Columbus, Ohio. I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers. All right. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University Beers with the Brewers podcast. This is the last day of March, Thursday, March 31st, 2022. Your, your birthday. This is my birthday. Happy birthday, Adam. Birthday day. Yeah. Another, another special day, too. Shout out to uh, uh, all of our Kickstarter backers out here. Ten years ago today, we found out we had a successful Kickstarter project. We would not be here as a brewery without all of you out there. Hopefully some of you... Uh, have stuck with us over the past 10 years and you're listening to this podcast now. I know my parents are. They're on the can, so they kind of have to. So <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure old Phil Pekelny and uh, Alice and Michael Keys tune into Beers at the Brewers every now and again. I'm so. not sure my dad knows what a podcast <laughs> is at all, but um, uh, I know my mom listens every week. So hi, Mom. Well, uh, I, introduce ourselves uh, here. I'm uh, Adam, uh, one of the co-founders here. Across the table, we've got Mr. Walt Keys. Another co-founder. Uh, I'll say ahoy this week because Dan's star not here. Of, star of many uh, Kickstarter video. Uh, <laughs> I, we we yeah. released one today that is uh, uh, the, the as Chris said earlier, we have much better recording equipment that we carry in our pockets uh, these days than we did ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether our acting has gotten any better, I don't. I, I, that's that's left to be seen. So. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the aforementioned Chris Helderman also on the podcast this week, director of brewing ops here at Land Grant. Hello, and we have Eric Hafner taking a break from uh, t- taking a break from the road. That's right. That's and, right. Uh, joining us here on the podcast. Yeah, it's again. only been a couple of the out of the ten years that I've been here, but it's been a real, real pleasure working with the, the bunch of you, the lot of you, and I'm really honored to be here. Well, pressure's but, off. You're not in the host seat today. Not today. That's right. I had to kick you out because we're talking about a new IPA, as we talk about a lot of times here on Beers of the Brewers podcast, and this one it's called "It's Pouring Again," which is so apropos for this. Uh, this March, and you, you you know when I host the podcast, I love to talk about the weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, day of recording, it's a beautiful 75 degrees, a bit windy out there. Uh, got a report from some of my buddies on the golf course, says it's about a two or three club wind right now. The wind is uh, quite intense, but no rain today. There's supposed to be rain in the morning. So very, very uh, uh on point here with the name of this beer, mm-hmm. and uh, we say it's juicy, tropical, and citrus. So, uh, Dan this uh, took t- took the day off our normal orator of the beers. So, Chris, <laughs> take it away. I'll take it away. So, the style that we have put on this uh, this beer is juicy IPA. It, it comes in at a six point three ABV, uh, forty seven IBUs, which is something that I don't uh, a scale I don't agree with anymore. Um, but we could argue about that later. And um, yeah, we use Simcoe, Simcoe Cryo, CTZ, Sabro Cryo, Amarillo Cryo hops. This uh, has a lot of cryo in there. We've talked about that on previous episodes. It's a really cool hop product that we uh, get to use every now and then. 
The malts, uh, Craftmaster Blend, which is our silo malt, malted oats, Brewer's Oat Flakes, and white uh, wheat malt. And we used our, um, what, what is, uh, I think, going to become our new house strain with this, and that is uh, a Hornendal Thiol driver, mm. uh, which, we, which we discussed on, the, on a previous podcast. I can't tell you which one. Maybe, maybe if some producer in some far-off land can uh, pull that up and figure out which one it is. But that uh, comes from our friends at Berkeley Yeast and um, drives some sulfur compounds into the beer, which makes it smell uh, delicious. Um, so, yeah, probably going to become our, uh, our house yeast. We like how it really works in uh, Osher. And um, most of you, if you're... Uh, you know, trying these beers, you won't be able to taste the difference between the thiol driver and the non-thiol driver. Speak for it, yourself. It just, uh, I think it just makes Dan Schaefer happy is really what it is. And that, that's what life's all about, making Dan Schaefer happy. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, from the, from the hops, from the Simcoe Cryo, you're getting that mango, grapefruit, stone fruit. From the Amarillo Cryo, you're getting apricot, orange, and grapefruit. From the Sabro, citrus, stone fruit, and coconut and uh, that yeast is really pumping out some guava and passion fruit. So for the folks out there that I think we use stone fruit a lot, um, Chris, could you give some examples of, uh, of what a stone fruit might be to someone that might not understand that? Uh, I could actually be wrong in this, but uh, peaches, apricots, um, things with a stone in the middle. That's I think that's right. I'm like going to say yes. Correct, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that the pit yes. is mm. more. So, yeah, your plum... Plum, apricot, mm. peach, avocado family. Uh, I'm not quite sure that's a fruit. Uh, I bet it, it is. So is it, it a, fruit? a fruit because it's a it's a flesh. Uh, isn't it what defines a fruit? It's a fleshy uh, type thing around a seed that protects a seed, like Rose a tomato. A tree. Yeah. Tomatoes a fruit. I think avocado would te- technically be a fruit. Is it? And yeah. I think technically a stone fruit, but I don't think that's really what people are talking. Mind blown. About. I'm ready yeah, for avocado the, beer next. May, maybe because an avocado. Whatever's in the middle, stone, nut, is smooth, where all of these other types of stone fruits, the pit itself is generally um, it's like, like a, a wavy. Yeah, yeah. Like, a like a woodcut sort of. Yeah. You know, none of us here are going to pretend. We just did pretend. Yes, we did. Uh, <laughs> we did very much <laughs> pretend. We're experts. We won't claim that we're experts. We'll just pretend we know what we're talking about. Yeah, so it, it has more of that kind of peachy apricot. Guys, I got some breaking news. Uh-oh. Students uh, in town uh, at Ohio State for a uh, logistics and supply chain class. They were all in from Germany. And so they had a lot of questions about our brewing process. You know, clearly they very familiar with beer. Some of them asked about the German purity laws. But a lot of them asked about, you know, how we approach when we're making. They asked how many beers we made. And I said, well, we about 75 last year. And they asked, well, does everyone go through the piloting system? Does everyone go through, um, you know, testing it out? Or you just sometimes go with the big batch? So, Chris, I'll I'll let you as the director of brewing ops here kind of answer that. But, you know, my response to them was, 
for, for beers that we feel more comfortable with, that we've done a lot with, and we're changing up the hop varieties, generally, those can go straight to the um, those go straight to the production system. And, and Dan has a good idea, generally, of what he's expecting from the hops. I think he talked about that on the last episode or a couple episodes ago. So I don't know if you want to touch on that more or how even the piloting works with some beers and not others uh, as it kind of relates to another hazy IPA that we've come out with. Yeah, so um, Adam, you are correct. Uh, if, if we're, um, we've got a couple kind of base beers, base malt bills that really are meant to showcase the hops. And so if we're just changing out the hops in that, yeah, we will do that. Um, sometimes there's some weird hops uh, that uh, like the Sabro. We did a cashmere and Sabro um, beer called Fight. Um, the, a lot of coconut coming out in that beer, and that beer tasted like coconut. And That's we good beer. and we really wanted to trial that out to make sure that those meshed and melded together. And uh, the answer for that was it was very polarizing. <laughs> And so it was great to have it here in the tap room, but probably not going to make it to a big batch. So that's where there was like a couple, a couple hop combinations that we've done where we needed to pilot those because we're like, this could be really good or it could be really weird and polarizing. If we're using uh, the hops like we're using in this one, you know, Simcoe, Amarillo, CTZ, uh, uh, Dan's pretty good. He's, uh, it, it's going to taste good. He pretty much knows how it's going to taste to some extent. Um, but we know those flavors mesh together. Um, as far as anything that is on our pilot system, we are doing, there's a reason we did it. So if you're here in the tap room, and I don't know if we use the experimental moniker anymore. I don't think moniker is the, the right yeah, word. Brew, but Brewers, pretty much anything without a name is something, yeah. you know, sometimes it says Brewers Series, sometimes it says Experimental, other times, it, like we currently have the Simcoe Single Hop uh, yeah. Pale Ale or, yeah. or IPA. Which that's exciting about oat milk, yeah. Experimental moniker, something that you're discovering something new that nobody else has got to experience yeah. before. Well, it's just a lot of letters on the menu up there. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but so, so if we get experimental out of there, then it fits better on the menu. But so but it's at, all kind of one and the same. So anytime we're doing a pilot batch, we are looking at something. So you may, um, I don't know, for instance, uh, there's a uh, well-known um, event we have every year for the last few years um, that might have to deal with strawberries. And there's currently a pilot for that up on the board. It's not a finished beer. It's not what the beer is ultimately going to be. But we uh, did kind of the base beer for that. Sometimes we might do fruit additions um, for a beer we're coming out with. And we might put it into a different beer. Um, Sometimes we, uh, for instance, uh, Verbal, we did a whole bunch of uh, Belgian uh, pilots with that. And we were trying to dial in the fermentation temperature we wanted. We can do a lot of things that are kind of piloting for a big batch and not just do the the straight one-to-one. So that's one thing that we've actually expanded on and uh, have gotten a lot better at over the past year or so. Yeah, I think, you know, the, um, you know, as this is a Kickstarter celebration episode, uh, a lot of people even ask when I, when I give a tour, like, oh, any of your recipes? And I say, absolutely not. No, nothing that I have, have, <laughs> have made, uh, uh, has, has, has been, uh, tr- is currently in production. Now, some of the original beers might maybe were small batches that, that I had brewed and had been converted, and then um, the brewers that have much better training took those and made them way, way better beers. So uh, 
Chris also touched on just you know how how we're utilizing the pilot system in different ways, and you know if you do like coming down here and finding different beers that maybe uh, you can't get anywhere else because they are the pilot. The exciting thing is we've uh, we, we've just bought a few new uh, pilot pilot tanks, right? Yes. So, um, but how many more? So we currently have four, right? Yeah, we currently have four. There are two sitting. Uh, They're waiting to be installed. We got to do some rearranging of the tanks, and uh, it's getting busy. So that's uh, hard to time's hard to come by. And then hopefully we've got two uh, another two on order coming. Uh, hopefully in June. Those are stackable. We've never had stackable so those are, are fermenters. Are those technically four? There would be two separate ones that uh, have two fermenters on the uh, the footprint. No, it'll be one. So we will have a total of eight fermenters. Eight total fermenters. Well, that's great. Yeah. I mean, we'll be able to churn out a lot of uh, really good. Whether it's testing out for a bigger batch or just being able to. Uh, give more outlet for the entire brew team to, to, to test their creativity. We can get a nice traditional lager. It's lagering for what, six, eight weeks uh, that, you know, we really can't afford to do on the pilot system. Uh, you know, we have our ways, but. Well, I, 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 I diverted us from the question that is on everyone's mind. We're talking about pilots and how we're keeping us all Yeah, and and well, tell us about that first before we ask the other (laughs) question that's on a lot of people's mind. There's apparently a lot of overlap between stone fruit and berries with the defining characteristic um, being that berries have a firm part of their fleshy inside and stone fruit, or sorry, other way around, stone fruit has a firm part of their fleshy inside while Berries are um, softer mm-hmm. throughout. Yeah, because when you think about it, like a cherry pit is it's, a lot like a peach pit, but yeah. just smaller. And so cherries are actually stone, stone fruits. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. And oh. an avocado is a berry. What? Wow. Wow. There you go. There you go. Avocados. <laughs> Everything is berry. berry. I, uh, berry I got this information from uh, myrecipes.com. Yeah, I, I verified it at some other website. Now, too. did myrecipes.com, when you were looking at it, did they give you the whole backstory about how this person um, had to labor away uh, for years in their job and something that doesn't actually require anything or, or relate anything to? Uh, stone fruit because that's what most recipe blog websites do. You got to like wade through the entire like oh yeah their yeah. their backstory of no, where they came from, like all their four, friends. Fourth paragraph. Yeah. All right. Believe it or not, since avocado is fleshy throughout, it is a berry. That was if, if we ever post, and I know a lot of breweries post their like homebrew versions of the recipe online. I we should like post a whole novel beforehand about yeah, how like, that about the recipe Dan, and all that that has nothing to do with it. Dan, we, that was the, riding yeah. back on the Olentangy yeah. Trail. Yeah, the, sto- the story, the story of Lemmy uh, from Lemmy Squeeze Past You and 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 why he says "ope" all the time and how yeah. that refers, and then get to the recipe because. That's the internet. Don't worry, everyone. This is not a sore spot for Benner at all. <laughs> I, I saw a lot of recipes online. I like to. I like yeah. to. No, I, I do too. Scroll and scroll. scroll. Oh, there's the list of ingredients. Yeah, yeah. there's a certain um, what is it? Uh, cinnamon sugar muffin recipe that Genevieve and I like to make, and it is uh, approximately three pages of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the actual ingredients. Yeah, yeah. and the recipes like then you get to. I give up by that point. Like yeah. I just throw everything in the bowl and just hope it all turns out. Hope it all turns out. Yeah. 
luckily the brewers don't experimental do that here. dinner. So, all right, to the next question. How crushable is it? How crushable is it? Um, I'm I'm enjoying it. It's a sneaky one though. Um, the ABV on this is much higher than I expected. What are we at? Six, six eight. Six eight. What's the uh, Doesn't taste like a six eight. Six eight on the can. The sheet was wrong. Six eight yeah. is, is correct. The can's right. Uh, 6.8. I'm going to go with a 4 for me. Walt, you took the number right out of my mouth. There 4. You <laughs> Keep your number out of my wife's mouth. That's not the... That's, <laughs> oh, that's, wow. That's <laughs> topical that humor right there. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, a, it's a 4 for sure. Yeah, we're going to ring that bell four times here. I think, yeah, it's, it's a really... It, it, it goes up there with a lot of the, the juicy, hazy... IPAs, pale ales that we've done. Um, it, 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 you know, thinking about like Zaccarillo that's on the board right now, it, it is different enough. I was just trying to think about like, is the have I had this flavor combination recently of any of our beers? Not just something that's on on the board, but um, this is the other thing that we were talking about that, you know, especially with these new hop varieties you're getting so much more flavor and aromatics from them that isn't just citrus. Or even when we talk about stone fruit, they can be a lot more specific. So it separates it out when you do put these new combinations together. So um, I would, I would, uh, I'm always excited when we have similar beers of the same style on, on the board. So Mm -hmm. then you can do a flight of them to see what are the little nuances and that I'm going to probably do that after this, Episode, do a little uh, a taster f- glass of Zaccarillo. I would say Zaccarillo for sure. Yeah, Zaccarillo, and then and then obviously this right now. But I'm sure there's some others. Even just even just massive being a, uh, a mm-hmm. juicy pale, not necessarily in the in the in the hazy realm as we. Uh, but we called this one a juicy IPA and anyway earlier. Interchangeable at this point because as we've talked about earlier, sometimes they're juicy, uh, sometimes they're hazy, but they're always juicy in these categories so very true i think the the big thing that stands out in this one is the sabro and that tiny bit of coconut really kind of veers off from the from the normal path and it, i always get like a uh, creates like a smoothness on the beer um it doesn't necessarily taste like coconut but reminds you of it and gives you that smoothness mm-hmm. i love it as someone who doesn't really like coconut um, coconut is a stone fruit Look at that. <laughs> it's on the list. Now that's really? interesting. There, it's, it's got a milky is, center. Is the where's the seed? But is the coconut itself the the seed? Hey, I didn't. I don't oh, make you know the rules what? There, you know what? Probably because when you see the coconut, you got the big green mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, the coconut and then right. the actual the like the the the, yeah. the brown hairy the part, yeah, the, yeah. nut is the seed. Ha! Huh. <laughs> Look at this. Yeah. Here we go. You, you want? You just want the list: peaches, nectarines, plums, apricots, cherries, blackberries, raspberries. Apriums, pluots, mulberries, mangoes, blackberries, olives, and raspberries are stone fruits. Coconuts, dates, lychees. Mm. Now this just green sound, almond. This just and sounds like a. This sounds just like a uh, list of berries. At well, this they point. said berries and my stone homeschool fruit education are, has failed me. Is this a Venn, often Venn diagram type deal, Walt? Well, I think isn't a berry. So all berries are fruits, but are all berries stone ber- fruits? A berry is a fleshy fruit with many seeds inside. Blueberries, tomatoes, oranges, and grapes. Yeah. They have fleshy endocarp, which is your inner layer. Yeah. And a, and a fleshy mesocarp, middle oh, that's layer. That's a great beer name. 
<laughs> and uh, a stone fruit is a fleshy fruit with a hard pit, which contains a single seed. Yeah, because like and has don't a fleshy mesocarp. Have like a bunch of seeds, tough leathery yeah. Yeah. endocarp. Hmm. Well, but blackberries. Do, I don't know if blackberries have a bunch of seeds, but they have a center thing. Yeah, blackberries have all the little pit, balls. Pit thing. Yeah, but I don't think that's the that's not the actual seed. Well, if you I are a, a berryologist, you can, you can you can write into the podcast. Represented from myrecipes.com dot and, and you uh, want to call and, it and, and, and clear this confusion up for us because we would love to know. But uh, any questions from a listener this week? Uh, no, doesn't look like it. No. Hey. I have a question for you guys, though. Well, I, I'm, I was going to oh. first, because we know how you know how to ask a question. You just speak you just up. Just ask them. <laughs> but if you were listening to this podcast and wanted to send a question in, there's multiple ways. Well, yeah, tell you, us how you, you can, can do it. You uh, can send us a DM on Instagram. You can send us a message on Facebook. You can email us at cheers at landgrantbrewing.com. Um, you can send us regular old snail mail. We've had that happen before, which is weird, but good. And I mean, if you're in the brewery, and it's a especially if it's a, a Wednesday, yeah, we and we're record recording Wednesday at three p.m. Just come, literally, just come ask us. <laughs> and uh, but uh, that'd be awesome. Three one way, really did one that. way you can't ask questions by calling us on the phone. Don't do don't that. call us. You might have heard the phone ringing earlier. Just it's so much easier to email yeah. us. Yeah, you tweeted us too. I, yeah. should, I forgot to twenty twenty. But yeah, social media, any social media that we're on, send us a message, send us an email. Use a contact form on the website. Whatever you want to do, send us a, send us a question. If we read it on 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 air, as they say, we will uh, hook you up with a Freeland Grant T-shirt of your choice and in your size too. So uh, do that. All right, Eric. Now is your time to ask. A question. Well, we named this beer. It's pouring again, and it's April. April showers bring the May flowers. We got a lull in the sports with the the, the madness coming to a close. What uh, what do you guys have to recommend people watch while they're drinking these beers? The What's Masters. A, the Masters rec- is going to be corner. the Masters is going to be literally the week after uh, the uh, March Madness, and everyone should be watching that because uh, the best uh, description I saw of the Masters was. It's Coachella for dads, <laughs> and I'm, I'm all in on that. <laughs> yeah, I heard Tiger may play. And uh, uh, they, they, it was uh, some, as a, as a I think I, I just hit my 14th year on Reddit, because I'm a nerd, and uh, uh, someone on the golf subreddit uh, gave a compliment to all the, uh, the members of that subreddit that it was... RCFB, the college football subreddit Reddit level of tracking of Tiger's private plane. Because anytime <laughs> there's a coaching change, everyone's checking all the private flight trackers to see where's Urban Meyer's plane going, where's where's uh, you know anyone's uh, plane, because that's how they figure out uh, mm-hmm. job interviews and all that sort of thing. So someone, uh, some sleuth, tracked Tiger's plane uh, to Augusta Airport. And then uh, the news came out that he uh, officially was walking the course, giving it a try. Uh, he is about a year, about 13 months past his near-fatal car crash. Oh, my and gosh. Yeah, it's great about for, that. It's great for golf. There you go. What are you, Walt? What are you watching? So I would say if you're um, stuck in your house because it's raining, because it's April and wherever you live... Um, I would recommend jetting off to sunny Los Angeles Ooh, through yeah. watching the uh, the, Lakers. the Lakers show based on the Showtime Lakers yeah, winning, time, winning time winning on HBO. Winning. That's great. I, just, the, I started out on Monday. I was sick, and I stayed home. 
I've watched all four episodes or three episodes. John C. Was, Riley. I was, oh, right? I was so mad that I thought that was already uh, over, yeah. and I was so disappointed. And, and it's it was a bit of a missed opportunity, but it's also the reason they did it. Um, that it's based on a book called Showtime, but HBO could have had a show called Showtime going up against Showtime, the channel, which would have been awesome. But that's also why they didn't call it Showtime. Mm-hmm. But great show. That's that's what I would recommend. Yeah, I'd recommend that, Chris. Let's see. When I'm not watching Encanto or <laughs> uh, Frozen or Luca or any of those wonderful... Paddington 2. Ooh, Paddington 2. And 1. Both Paddington, are great. Paddington 2, the return of... Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> of your boy. Pestizo. Uh, Pestizo. Pestizo. That was a fantastic beer. Yeah. It was a you good bring beer. it back? That yeah, was good. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I've actually been uh, hitting the reruns pretty hard as far as uh, I, I watched uh, Return of the King, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Oh, yeah. I've, uh, um, I, was, I was laid up for a, a little bit a couple weeks ago. And, uh, yeah, I've just been hitting, hitting some nostalgia with, uh, with nice. the old classics. Um, that I watched. I think I watched the original Matrix a couple weeks ago too. Yeah. I, I'm uh, I'm just going back to the old classics. I say classics; they're my classics. Yeah. Well, I mean, by the, I mean when you consider the classics, I mean that Matrix One is 20 years ago. Yeah, what, 98, 23, 40 years ago. Yeah, right? yeah, 20 plus years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I will say, if you're not watching sports, I'll give another shout out to another HBO Max uh, show. Um, and that's our flag means death, and I've heard great things about that. It's I mean, uh, to eat, uh, to hide, to, what, uh, yeah, I'm just going to yeah. I'm just going to butcher his name uh, because Taika Watiti. Give me, give me it again. If yeah. you say it real fast, people won't question it. Yeah. But it's Taika Watiti. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, I was first introduced to this actor during what we do in the shadows. We've talked about it I, on the podcast before, uh, which is a fantastic. Uh, um, movie mockumentary turned FX TV show, and then also part of that New Zealand comedy uh, with um, the gentleman that played Murray on Flight of the Concords. Yeah, uh, uh, he is the gentleman pirate, and <laughs> Taika Waititi plays uh, Blackbeard, and uh, it's 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 funny. It's a, it's 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 lighthearted. It's entertaining, and it's a, it was a, it's a great. I watched it in one Sunday when it was cold and rainy, so it was a perfect one for it's raining again. So. Nice, nice. I watched a little Netflix filler called uh, thriller called uh, Windfall. It's like a short, maybe ninety-minute movie with uh, Jason Segel and uh, Jesse Plemons, and uh, Jason Segel breaks into this guy's house, and uh, it's a fun little like Hitchcockian thriller. I really enjoyed it. That was really fun. Former, for a former nice, uh, uh, beers with the brewers. Um, editor whatever mark richards recommended that same movie to me yesterday you guys should watch it it's good it's go. a fun little movie that could get lost in the weeds if not enough people talk about it so that's why i'm recommending it that's great i'm about to cancel netflix again if it wasn't for seinfeld being on netflix i would yeah, literally yeah. cancel uh, did you guys know that there's a shuffle netflix feature again. now too on netflix where you can just like shuffle random episodes instead of having to choose which ones oh, you want in with within your show oh, that'd yeah. be great it is. It's, Sometimes it's I don't want to go in order. And, right. Um, you just kind of want to turn it yeah. on and let it decide for you. Yeah. I will. I'm not normally a new uh, thing, a uh, new episode guy or anything, but uh, if you if you uh, need a little something, the woman in the house across the street from the girl on the window. Oh, yeah. My wife watched that. She said Starring it Kristen Bell. It was... Uh, is that a movie? A title made for Twitter right there. Yeah. It was... Uh, it, it's, a, it's a series. Okay. 
um, I don't know, like eight eight episodes maybe. But uh, I don't know. My wife and I watched that uh, over the course of about two weeks, and it was it was pretty enjoyable. Uh, definitely poking fun at itself and some other uh, books slash made. Like so it's kind of a it's yeah. kind of a, ga- a goof. Yeah. Okay. It's a goof. Like it's it's like it's a it's a murder mystery sort of deal, but a lot of tongue in cheek stuff. It is pretty good. All right. Well, hopefully we get rid of all this rain and we get rid of all this crappy weather and we, mm-hmm. we get the 75 plus degree sunny days to stay so you can come on down to the tap room and beer garden and actually enjoy yourself outside we got a lot going on well why don't you give a quick rundown for the folks and then we'll send them on their way yeah we were hoping by naming this beer it's pouring again it'll be a reverse jinx uh, for the april weather we'll see if that comes to pass or not pox to the rain that's the thing they say all right tonight thursday um, we're wrapping up. Uh, it's the last day of the month. It's Adam's birthday. There's all kinds of stuff, but it's uh, the last day of Women's History Month. Uh, so we are offering up free headshots uh, for women uh, from the photographer Julie Jackson. That's five to seven in the tap room. Um, I don't think you have to make reservations or anything. Just um, come on down and uh, get a nice professional headshot if that's something you need or just something you want. Um, come do that. Uh, that's tonight, Thursday, uh, the 31st. Um, Friday, we will be opening up a little bit early at 10 a.m. Uh, with for the Friends uh, American Outlaws Columbus AO. Um, they were going to be here for the World Cup draw. Man, they're turning that around pretty quick, aren't they? Yeah, they, well, I mean, you know, we're recording this on the Wednesday, so you're listening to this Thursday. We do this a lot on the podcast. We say, hey, it's a good thing that they won last night because or draw or didn't lose by <laughs> less than or more than five goals. So, hey, we qualified for the World Cup this time. So, Eric, you can't edit the podcast until... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty good chance. Though. Yeah, we got a good chance. But anyway, if you want to see who the uh, United States will be playing against and everyone else in the upcoming World Cup, and you want to have a beer while you do it, come on down at 10 a.m. It's not going to be Italy, I'll tell you that right now. Uh, <laughs> Saturday, our Shame. hometown Columbus Crew are home against Nashville. That game kicks off at 6 p.m. Um, so go to that and then walk over here for the second of the final four games. First one starts at 6.09. That's Villanova, Kansas. And uh, UNC Duke, which is probably the bigger uh, draw for most people, is at 8.49. So, yeah, go to the crew match and then uh, come on back and watch uh, some basketball with us. Let's go Nova. Yeah, I'm, Let's I'm, go anyone but yeah, Duke. Yeah, yeah. Chris and I uh, are probably the only ones that can win our bracket pool. Uh, my bracket is so bad that uh, I picked Duke to win it, and I was the only one, and I went from 12th place, and <laughs> I got a chance at winning yeah. it. And Chris has been near the top the whole time, so Villanova makes yeah, it. Yeah, Nova's uh, the only thing keeping yeah. me alive, but unfortunately it's also keeping yeah. the other people alive as well. Um, yeah, so basketball on Saturday. Uh, Sunday, we don't really have anything going on, but our friends Ray Ray's will be open serving their award-winning barbecue. Uh, hopefully the weather's nice. Come on down, get some uh, barbecue, and hang out in the beer garden and just enjoy a nice Sunday with us. Monday, Aloha, Aloha Aina food truck is back again. Um, they're here for a few weeks on Mondays. They're amazing. They, by all accounts, are great. Um, so come down, uh, get some steamed buns and uh, some delicious food, and have some beers with us. Tuesday, Pop Culture Trivia with our friend Travis. Um, that's every Tuesday, 6 to 8. Um, and Tortilla food tr- Street Food is here. Uh, Wednesday, we're having a Let- Let's Give Night, benefiting Columbus Metropolitan Library Foundation um, on library giving. 
It's, oh, it's Library of Giving Day. So there you go. Donate yeah. to your local library and come on down and have a beer to support uh, the Columbus Metropolitan Library Foundation as well. And as always, Two Fat Indians here on Wednesday. Ray Ray's here Thursday through Sunday. And uh, I think that's all we got. You did it. Yeah. You did it. You ran through. Hopefully we get uh, some better weather. But if it is going to be, uh, if the weather lends itself to the name of this beer, as we said earlier, you got some good recommendations to be watching if you're drinking this at home. Otherwise, we hope that you come down here to the tap room, enjoy some of the fun things that we got going on. We appreciate you all listening. Thanks to all of our Kickstarter backers. Again, we wouldn't be here without all of you because my wife is uh, Lauren. She's walking through right here, and we made an agreement that um, if the Kickstarter was successful, then we could move to Columbus and open the brewery. Uh, otherwise, I don't know what would have happened, and it was. So, again, we appreciate it. Thank you all very much. If you are down here at 424 West Town Street, make sure to tip your bartenders. Appreciate you all. Cheers. 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 Thanks. Yeah.